This is the Essential Podcast from S&P Global. My name is Nathan Hunt. This week, we're going to be doing something different on the podcast. This is a joint episode in collaboration with Sarah Week Conversations. We're live at Sarah Week in Houston. Sarah Week is the world's premier energy conference. Every day this week, we're going to be releasing a short episode live from the conference. Now, summarizing a day at the Sarah Week conference is a fool's errand. There are multiple sessions each day, all featuring the world's leading CEOs, government officials, and technologists. And many of these sessions are happening at the same time. There are the executive sessions, and then there are the more informal sessions at the Agora. As I'm recording this, I'm missing at least 20 different presentations, and all 20 of those presentations are necessarily fascinating. So this podcast won't summarize Monday, March 6 at Sarah Week. That's impossible. But I will try to give you a sense for the types of themes that were discussed during the day. Here goes. The day started with a welcome from Dan Jurgen, vice chairman at S&P Global and the world's leading expert on energy. After that welcome, Dan interviewed Mike Wirth, chairman of the board and CEO at Chevron Corporation. It was an appropriate beginning. Mr. Wirth immediately engaged on the topic of the energy transition, advocating for what he called a, quote, orderly transition. He talked about the danger of chaos being unleashed if we turn off the existing energy system before the developing energy system is ready. Like many of the speakers, he stressed the importance of reducing the carbon intensity of the energy we currently produce. For the first of many times today, the Inflation Reduction Act, or IRA, was discussed The IRA, which was recently signed into law by President Biden, attempts to incentivize the private development of alternative energy sources through incentives and tax breaks. For Chevron, the IRA is not going to have much initial impact. Mr. Worth talked about the need to wait on the enabling legislation before making any snap judgment of the IRA. The war in Ukraine was also a topic of discussion with Mike Worth. He stressed that gas markets are structurally changed in the long term by the Ukraine war, but he worried about the unintended consequences of energy sanctions against Russia. To quote Mr. Worth, normally energy markets are one big just-in-time delivery system. Sanctions have introduced new rigidities. The danger, he suggested, of introducing rigidities into the energy system is that it becomes less able to flex and adjust to any shocks. Later in the morning, S&P Global's Atul Arya hosted a panel discussing the challenge of balancing energy transition with energy security. In this session, Tenku Mohamed Taufik, president and CEO of Petronas, Malaysia's state oil company, challenged much of the existing narrative around energy transition in the developing world. We are not climate deniers, he said. Repeating the point for emphasis, we are not climate deniers. But he stressed the challenge of meeting the legitimate energy and development needs of countries like Malaysia, particularly when funding for the energy transition is in short supply in the developing world. By all means, he stressed, 
let us achieve an energy transition, but let's create a balanced and orderly transition. Again, in this session, the IRA was a topic of conversation. Sanjeev Lamba, CEO of Linda, contrasted the IRA favorably with the policy frameworks he saw coming out of Europe, which he felt were needlessly complex. Another topic which came up again and again in the course of the day was hydrogen. The enthusiasm for hydrogen as an energy source was pervasive throughout the conference. The hydrogen hub in the Agora area hosted multiple sessions in which market participants debated the best and the fastest ways to bring large-scale hydrogen to market. Generally, there was some initial agreement that too much discussion about the, quote, colors of hydrogen, which correspond to the feedstock used in the manner of production, was actually an unnecessary discussion. The end state goal is an energy source with low carbon intensity. Achieving that with hydrogen requires more focus on generating demand and offtake for hydrogen producers, according to multiple panelists throughout the day. COP president, Dr. Sultan Ahmed Al-Jaber, began his interview with Dan Jurgen, setting a troubled tone. He expressed that he had, quote, mixed feelings about attending a conference dedicated to energy, but he believed that ultimately his attendance at Sarah Week was necessary and important because he believed in engagement with all stakeholders to achieve carbon neutrality. Still, he was not sanguine about the challenges we face in decarbonizing the energy industry. Houston, we have a problem, he cautioned the audience. At the same time, he believed that the attendees at Sarah Week were crucial to success, stressing, and I quote, that the energy transition represents the greatest opportunity for human development since the first industrial revolution. This is our moonshot, and failure is not an option. In a later session, dedicated to financing the energy transition, panelists again discussed the shock of the war in Ukraine, how geopolitics drove an escalating price of energy that ended up pricing heat beyond the reach of many people. There was general agreement that the energy transition requires pragmatic, quick-fix solutions Once again, panelists praised the IRA for providing a carrot to the market rather than the stick of Europe's Carbon Border Adjusted Mechanism, or CBAM. In fact, throughout the day, it was difficult to find a panelist who had anything negative to say about the IRA. Well, the legislation may have been controversial in Washington, D.C., this week in Houston, it enjoyed many fans. During one panel, Marcel von Bock, chairman of Carlisle Energy Partners, offered the observation, quote, I think hydrogen is going to surprise us. I think it's going to be bigger and faster than we realize. Of course, he stressed that hydrogen requires the right regulatory framework and demand signals in order to succeed. Later, John Podesta, a senior advisor to President Biden, revisited a lot of the themes that had come up over the course of the day. Talking about the benefits of the IRA for the energy industry, he celebrated it as a government-enabled and private sector-led initiative 
The goal, according to Mr. Podesta, is, quote, a clean energy economy invented and built in America, employing American workers, end quote. But the challenge, in his opinion, remains the lengthy and inefficient permitting process for new energy projects. Senator Dan Sullivan of Alaska provided a counterpoint to Mr. Podesta's remarks. He urged the Biden White House to approve the Willow Project and questioned its commitment to energy security and the needs of Alaskans. Finally, John Kerry, the United States Special Envoy for Climate, had a wide-ranging discussion with S&P Global's Carlos Pascal, covering everything from geopolitics to the role of the oil and gas industry in the energy transition. Returning to Mr. Podesta, during his session, he said this, Hydrogen is the Swiss army knife of energy because of its multiple uses. And this brings us to our question of the day. Essential podcast producer Patrick Maroney ventured out on the Agora floor to get people to answer the question, fill in the blank. Hydrogen is what? Limitless. An intriguing mystery. Hydrogen is an enabling technology that's part of the decarbonization solution. And there's lots of different ways that we can use hydrogen, I think, between color agnostic to really change the way that we do chemical separations today and slingshot us into that. But I don't think it's the only solution that's going to get us to a net zero. Hydrogen to me is when I sit in a mountain range looking on the mountains and see it's clean and beautiful and the world being clean and beautiful 50, 60 years ago for future generations. That's what hydrogen to me, it's to make sure the world's a better place to live for the future. To me, hydrogen is lower carbon and critical for both reducing emissions um, and ensuring access to affordable energy as we move forward in the energy transition. Hydrogen is an energy source with great potential as a decarbonization strategy, but we have to get it right. And that means maximizing its benefits for the climate and for our economies and minimizing its risks. Hydrogen could be the molecule of future to decarbonize uh, the industry. And we see uh, great value to develop uh, such, uh, such product for uh, export also. The highest matter, energy content matter by weight. Uh, it's going to contain a wide scope of different types of energy and different uh, sources and technologies and hydrogen will be one of many diverse pieces move forward. I've been involved in hydrogen for a hundred years in my family and myself since birth 60 years ago. It's what I do. It's, it's my uh, DNA. To me, hydrogen is uh, exciting, compelling, scary, and uh, offers an amazing opportunity if we can get our arms around how to do it economically and safely. Hydrogen is a resource that will replace more carbon-intensive fuels um, as part of our transition. And the key question is how quickly can we make that transition and what is the impact downstream on consumers? Um, what does that mean for energy prices? Not the silver bullet, but part of a collective solution. I think when we look at our Paris climate commitments and our net zero goals, we have to take a very pragmatic approach. We can't burn the boats at the shore. This discussion around the rainbow colors is important, 
but we need to incentivize all technologies because right now there's no clear singular line of sight. So I believe that uh, you know the answer is yes, this will be part of the solution, but not the whole of the solution. Hydrogen is one of the levers to pull for decarbonization of our society. So, so of all the levers that we have, it is one of the levers and an important one. Could be the future of energy, but it needs to be done thoughtfully and cleanly and a part of the broader global energy solutions moving forward. So that's it. The Essential Podcast live at Sarah Week. This was Monday, March 6th. Tune in tomorrow for more news from Sarah Week. Sarah Week, the world's premier energy event, is taking place in Houston. Stream selected sessions at sarahweek.com forward slash promo forward slash CW23 live. Engage with us on LinkedIn, Twitter, and Facebook. Learn more about Sarah Week at sarahweek.com. Thank you for listening.